Welcome, everyone. A uh, lovely, balmy day here uh, where I'm at in San Angelo, Texas. A week lovely off. and balmy. Yes. Uh, I love it. What's the weather in San Angelo, Texas? You know, um, it's it's over 100. Um, we had one day that it was, uh, you know, uh, nice-er, you know. It was still like 99. But anyway, it's, um, I don't know, it's hot. But anyway, we are here. Uh, I got the weekend off. It wasn't supposed to be this way. Uh, uh, thoughts are with the Rancho Mission Viejo Rodeo. Um you know, the Gary family put a lot of work into that. And there was a, uh, was it vesicular stomatitis? Is that it or whatever? It's a, it's a, wasn't it the equine, wasn't the equine herpes or no, something like that? I, or was I, that, was that something the like that? A year ago? That, that was, that was going around some time ago, but I don't think it was that I, it's, but it might be, <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, anyway, but uh, it's 93 right now at 11:15 a.m. in San uh, Angelo, Texas. A high of 102 dog today. Summer, 102. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm ready for like I never would have thought in a million years that I would say that I'm ready for cool weather because I'm a hot weather guy. But good lord, I was in a after you know actually Sykeston was not terrible hot. It was yeah. actually pretty bearable. So uh, last week I go to. Uh, Actually, I want to give a shout out to a great little rodeo in Ellsworth, Kansas, uh, right on the old Cowtown Chisholm Trail. You know, great little uh, two performance rodeo. Wonderful, wonderful people. Awesome crowds. But it, during the day, it was literally 108 degrees. 108. Yeah. Uh, the rodeo started at eight, and there was kind of there's some trees. So like once the sun started going, it wasn't like unbearable. But uh, 108, then get to Rapid City on Sunday for Extreme Bronx Finals, which was unbelievable. So cool. Get there and uh, 68 degrees. So that was pretty badass. Then the nice. next day, back to 96. So, like, good loud. You can't even do the yeah. opening. The, hey, you know what? I've checked the local weather. <laughs> In other places, it's 75, but here in Northworth, Kansas, it's 108. <laughs> yeah, and that humidity, you get a guy. Just uh, butt track sweat. Ugh, so bad. Did but see, What's that? Uh, like, did, and you've seen them everywhere when it gets like that, like the, the shoot health that has on shirts that look like they were just dunked in a tank. Dude, that was – Friday sweaty. night at Sykeston was, was gnarly because there was zero air moving. I mean, zero air moving and was thick and humid. And it was as hot as it was awful. It took, I had to get the winch out to get my jeans off. It was, um, uh, sticky, but, um, you know, last week I was, uh, I got to do a really, really cool event. Um, I went to the yeah, run for the million. That, you said it was badass. run for the million, which was a, Raining, cutting, cow horse t uh, competition. Um, all three disciplines were there. Uh, even a ranch horse work, uh, ranch cow horse or whatever. Um, so Thursday night, um, uh, you know, I went the year before and we did the the uh, fight for 50 with the BFO, four man, $50,000 in prize money. And got to know the production company um, out of North Texas, Rick Ford. And he hired me to come out there and do the music for all of it. I had done one other cutting in my career, and it was the Battle in the Saddle in Oklahoma City and got to work it with Hadley Barrett, which was really cool um, to work. You know, Hadley, he leaned over. He goes, you know, when I announced the NFR in this building, and it was like, holy cow, you know, how nostalgic was that to be able to work in that old Coliseum with you know hadley who the last i think he said the last time he worked in there was the nfr which would have been before 85 yeah so anyway but i didn't really remember too much about working the cutting so i got there and the first thurs thursday night was a cutting and i'm like man okay try to work this out and the first guy came out and i know that all they had to say is when he when he goes in to get a, uh, another cow you know, pull it down because he's got to talk to his, his, uh, herd guys on the outside. They're kind of helping him pick out the right cow, what they think, 
would will be a good working cow. So I started, you know, he goes in and then as soon as he goes to cut in this one cow, the crowd goes nuts. Uh, it's did at the South you, Point. They tell you could pump it up once once he gets his, his yep. cow cut out that he wants to, to work his horse on, then you can. Well, hell yeah, the crowd was louder than my music. You know, that first guy, I was like, what? And they're like, oh, no, you can crank it. And then so I just hit some tunes. You know, I'm talking, you know, good rock and roll, good upbeats. You know, uh, you know, I wasn't playing Slipknot or Slayer or something. But um, and then when you peel out, I, I drop down into another beat and drop the music down. And, and then he'd go to cutting again. I'd switch it to another song. Well, God, it was fun as shit. It was the most fun I've had in a long time working a cutting. There well, was you like, know what? Those, those people they do get into it. Like, oh, it was a great I, crowd. I've been to a, I've been to a couple of those, not those the big events, but you know, um, I went to a couple small ones just because I I love horses and watching that stuff. And you know, I, I really think the music would be a big help because if you've ever been to a really big cut like the one they do at the E and stuff, like sometimes it can get a little, uh, not boring, but you know, yeah. kind of. Little, little uptick you know and and uh those people plus i think the the best thing about having the that what's it the riding slide is what they call it is that right well yeah that that's in the raining oh where they slide but having it at the south point hotel with you know in the casino with bars and gambling and bright lights it just makes i think it just makes everybody have more fun like kind of cut loose a little bit. And I get what you're saying about how you really enjoyed it because you know, when we've got to do different, like I love rodeo and love it, but it is also cool to do different events. Like the year that I uh, went to with you to uh, San Angelo to the rope and fiesta. And I didn't wear clown clothes, but I did a lot of clown stuff. Or when we did the uh, standalone yeah. event for tough Cooper's wedding night or the yeah. night before his wedding, when we had the, yep. we, when he had the calf rope and which was just like, a bull riding like with the intros of the contestants and it's cool to do other events but i, I wish i could have been there because like your snapchats even kind of had me fired up it was awesome like i had so much flipping fun and it was great because uh shout out to brad bowie uh i'm sorry bowie it's so funny it's bowie in canada it's b-o-w-i-e he goes it's bowie in canada you get he goes then you go to the central u.s and it's bowie and then it's in down here in the south, it's Bowie because <laughs> Bowie. Bowie, Texas is, is spelled the same way. Bowie. So anyway, great guy. Uh, shout out to him. He helped me a ton. Like he was I go, man, do not be afraid to say, hey, too much. Hey, crank it up. Do something, you know, because he he worked that event before and other events in that area and that disciplines. So he was a great help and just super fun to work with. Um, so shout out to Brad. But um, so he. uh um, we just had someone, you know, and it was nice cause it, like I was getting, you know, I was just doing my thing, but, uh, you know, it was kind of nice. You got, you know, some bunch of compliments cause those people weren't used to, to, to good, to good music. You know what I mean? As far as working it and, and doing what yeah. we normally do with the rodeo. So it was, it just, it kind of, and it was so fun because there was, you know, Jessica Whaler was cinch and, 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 Joe with with resist all was out there and and that crew and the LVE crew got to see my buddy Bobo and and um uh hell I had lunch with Tom Glaus uh Ryan Grounding of course was there with the South Point um Benny Benny was even there yeah that's what he Benny said. in the airport um but it was good to see old Benny and anyway it was it was just a lot of good people that you got to see um and be out there with hell, Pam Minnick. I mean, it was, uh, there was just a lot of, of rodeo esque people. Yeah. A lot of crossover. Great. Good word for it. Dale Brisby got to hang out with Dale for a bit and his crew, uh, which are just, you know, awesome people. Uh, we had some really funny conversations with that crew. Um, but so it was, it was just a really enjoyed it. And you got to hang out. I mean, like it's like, I got to enjoy Vegas. I literally went in the South point, uh, Wednesday afternoon, and I never stepped outside until I got my Uber to leave Sunday morning. So, like, I That's, I never left. Well, you know, uh, I know that most of our listeners have spent time and money and years of their life in the South Point, but if you haven't, yes. the South Point, 
the cool thing of the one thing I really like about it is it is so geared to rodeo equine. I mean, like you can pull in the stall barn is it built into the casino, which is underneath uh, there. So you can pull into the stall barn with your truck and trailer, check into your room, check into your stalls mm-hmm. in, in the stall barn, which is underneath the casino. So, I mean, I mean, the, the, the arena is, is beautiful. Top notch. Uh, Excellent. Did, did Joe Bumgartner run the arena for a while? Well, Joe is there. Is, Joe is, he's, he's the, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's the man. So, I mean, like if you think about it, what other casino in Las Vegas is that, um, that dedicated to, to the equine profession? You can check in your room at the stall barn, dude. Yeah, like they've got it amazing. down to a science. It, it was just, and all three nights of this deal were sold out, you know, and the hotel was sold out. But it wasn't elbows and assholes like like uh, like the NFR, you know, and and you weren't fighting team ropers and stuff during the World Series. It just you could walk up to the bar, get a drink, and leave, you know, and go, yeah. you know, sitting at the tables. I got to gamble. I lost my ass, but uh, Darren Peterson. <laughs> You know, runs the BFI and and from Cave Creek and and him and Cammy, his wife, had got to see them and gambled with Darren and Anthony. You know, announced the Lucia announced the BFO, and so um, we had a great table except for the gal, uh, super nice gal, her and her husband, but she split kings with a nine showing, which I don't know, maybe in the world of blackjack is, is good, but I didn't ever think you'd want to you know give up a twenty on a nineteen. But anyway. Ah, uh, that was uh, anyway. When lost say, my ass, but have a lot say, of fun. Yeah, when you say you lost your ass, how much are we talking? Oh, I don't know, eight hundred dollars. Oh, that's not bad. Oh that, yeah, not bad, not bad at all. It is in my world. <laughs> Damn mean, it, bear. Well, I don't. Well, that was that was that that was uh with uh that's counting a little bit of the old uh, wheel of fortune. Whitney got me hooked on the old wheel of fortunes. Uh, uh, you know, the dollar, you got to do the dollar ones. Um, so, but it, anyway, going back to my point, got to enjoy Vegas, uh, saw a new guy, Tanner Ursary. He was on Wednesday night playing in the showroom, um, from Texas, uh, never heard of him. And it was, he put on a really good show. Tanner Ursary. I, I suggest, you know, you look up, he's kind of, um music like you know um turnpike troubadour ish uh well, I like turnpike troubadour, shane yeah. smith and the saints type you know type music so um you know it was it was just it's just a cool event so if you like really good horse flesh like seeing a really nice bunch of horses in hand and people that know how to ride them i suggest looking up run for the million and go out there go to vegas um the shows are done by eight o'clock you know so you still got time to go eat if you want to go eat a nice meal um i didn't get to go to michael's i really wanted to go to michael's i've um, never been to michael's ever so oh I guess I'm my not good enough. god it is a treat i've been half a dozen times last year went with tallman tallman asked ryan he said i'll get me and hammy a reservation if you could please no problem ryan you got it bam here you go uh, here's your here's your time. Be there. So you go in and Michael's for everybody who doesn't know. Michael Gone is a food connoisseur. He loves good food. He always been that way since he had the Barbary Coast. And um, actually, there is a dome, um, stained glass dome that came from the old Barbary Coast, which I think the Barbary Coast used to be was built. Then it went to Bill's Gambling Hall, and now it's that giada's well giada's got a um Arbery coast was right by flamingo yeah it was right that little that little small building there but anyway you know, on the strip anyway so it's a five-star restaurant i mean the stone crab is flown in daily from maine uh new england somewhere and and it, when you go to michael's it's a two-hour minimum um experience you know, uh, you're drinking the finest cocktails, the finest whiskeys, bourbons, whatever, do they have, wine. Do they have numbers on the, like, does it even say, or do you, like, when you get there, you just know that you're going to spend a buttload, like. I, I don't even, I, I think, yeah, it's got prices, I'm pretty sure, but it just doesn't matter. So, 
when we go in there, I had seen, this was last year with Tallman and I had seen it, you know, it says comp on it. And I was like, Oh yeah, let's go. And so I'm drinking Blanton's bourbon. Like it's water. And I've been in the desert for 30 days. I mean, I'm just pounding these $45 a shot bourbon, 45 bucks a shot. Yeah. And I'm drinking doubles on Were the rocks. They, but honestly, was it like, can you tell me that it was worth for like, it was so good to you. It was so worth, like, it really was. So Could you, was it well, better Blanton, than like any, I don't any know. Bourbon, any of my bourbon people know Blanton's is hard to get. You just don't come by Blanton's. So it is very good. So, um, it, it, it's just the whole experience. Like you're in these tall red velvet chairs. It's quiet. Um, you know, you have a maitre d' that's been there for like 40 years. We're just awesome, you know, and here's me and Bob in the middle table in the middle of the room. Of course, Tallman, you can hear all around us and we're just having a big time and laughing and, you know, and you like take a drink of water, bam, a guy's right there and he tops it off. You take two sips, bam, he's right back. You know, he's that's just the service. The service is just uncomparable. I mean, and so you eat stone crab and then they bring the little warm dish of water with the lemon wedge in it to wash your fingers. And then, and then they bring you a little thing of sorbet to cleanse your palate, not sherbet sorbet. And you, you know, you cleanse your palate and then here comes like the steak cooked absolutely perfect. And the sides are a la carte. So you're eating your, oh, the, the, the salad they mix right there, you know, beside you, they bring out a, you know, cart and they mix the salad. And then you eat your entree and your sides and you're bloated, but you, then you get a glass of port wine because it's a digestive wine. It helps you, you digest. And then here comes this like another cart with like six tiers of desserts. And then all of a sudden here comes Michael gone. This was last year, not this year, Michael gone and Michael, the owner of the freaking South point, a great guy comes and sits at your table and you know, and it was all because of Bob, right? He wanted to come sit with Bob and catch up with Bobby. And they're just talking and I'm, I'm like, I'm just soaking it all in. And then here come Benny, you know, and Benny was, was coming to get Michael to go back to the show and Michael, and then, you know, Benny has, a, uh, you know, they has a drink with us and, and it, so that was a very cool experience to sit inside Michael's with Michael gone. And he gets up and he, he you know, and he gets, he goes, no, Bobby, you keep, you guys keep it under 1200 now. <laughs> and we we barely did but yeah it was like 800 and some bucks for Tom and i to eat you had like, you know i would have tried to get close to that i would have tried to get to the 11.99 <laughs> holy know? cow dude it was so it is such an experience but i mean if you want to do it right you're gonna spend you know almost a thousand dollars for a couple of you if you're drinking booze and and doing all three courses it's just it was just so it's such a, but I didn't get to go. I ate a lot of steak and shake this time. So <laughs> yeah, as you can say, did it taste better than when you're hammered drunk and you're at the Coronado cafe at 3 a.m.? Dude, I or tell you what, I felt so fat one night I'm eating. I, I pretty tooted. And that was the night I got my ass kicked at the tables with Darren and Lucia. And I go back and I get steak and shake, bacon, double bacon, cheeseburger and fries. Oh. And I'm, 46,000 calories. Oh, taking it back to my room and I'm eating it with in my shorts and no shirt on, dripping mayonnaise on my chest and just <laughs> felt like a tub of shit. But my <laughs> God, did I have a good time? Oh, shit. That's what, see, that's what Vegas is about. Like, you're not supposed to go to Vegas and feel good about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's uh, not a place you do that. Since we we're talking about Vegas, uh, I've been looking. Have you heard? Now this is rumorish, but are they really going to tear down the Tropicana to build a baseball stadium? Uh, the last I heard, it, I, it hadn't it hadn't passed city council yet. They're trying to, yeah. The Oakland A's are trying to move. The owners of the Oakland A's are trying to move uh, to Vegas. The ba and that's going to be where the baseball park is going to be. So I had this thought, and I don't know, maybe it's stupid, but I want to put it out there. You know, one of the uh, one of the issues always with the Thomas and Mac is seating because it can only seat 18,000. Do you think that ever in the future, since we've got to NFR at the baseball field before that the baseball field in Vegas would be a spot where you can move the NFR? No, you don't think so? No, 
No, because although it was a cool, you know, it's cool to be in those huge venues, but the electricity was not in, was not in Arlington that you get inside the Thomas and Mac, not at all. And, you know, a, a half full baseball park, you know, even, even at three, four, it just, yeah, it'd be badass to have, you know, 40,000 people, but you're not, I, I just don't think it's going to sell that much. I really not 10 nights. Yeah. Maybe it will. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but you just, that you can't, you can't bottle up that energy inside of a, of a basketball, you know, state uh, uh, arena than a stadium arenas and stadiums completely yeah, I, different I would, energy. I would agree with that. I would, I would really agree with that. I just, I'm always, uh, I've been thinking about this too, because, um, let's see, it's, it's the end of August. So everybody listening. Okay. If you need NFR tickets, start trying to find them now. I've already seen posts. I've already now. started to see him and don't because call I me. So sick it ain't happening. Um, you know, it's Thursday night. Hey, Rump. Hey, man, uh, you wouldn't have four plazas for tomorrow, would you? <laughs> yeah, I do. You know, those tickets. Yeah. Like, it don't, only, don't call us. We don't. That's the, the only, only tickets. Thing it's so hard as a ticket deal. We may be get. We may have some to give away, but we don't even know until it comes close to that time. So do not call me. Do not call us. We don't yeah. have them. Rump doesn't even go. So don't even. I mean, we're we're still working out our details on where Rump Chat's going to live. Um, you know, we're going to be, you know, um, at Cowboy Christmas again. But um, so, but uh, anyway, so just yeah. don't call so us your, because. I haven't had a deal that it's not going to be there anymore. So I really am down on tickets. So I got nothing. Yeah. uh, Will O'Connell has always got like 14,000. Yeah. Everybody call call Will Will O'Connell. If you call Will, uh, call Will O'Connell for NFR tickets. Or if you have tickets you want to sell, call Will O'Connell. Will O'Connell is the, is like ticket master of the rodeo world. I mean, uh, but you know, I, he's the new Rory Meeks. Like I said, though, just like the, I, I love the NFR so much and it's so cool. But the ticket deal always is the just the a pain in the rear, uh, you know, to, because I mean, think about it, how many people don't get to go because they just they can't find tickets. And and you know what I don't understand and uh, the whole ticket process and maybe I'm dumb and I don't know if I've talked about this on here before, but OK, so if I get on Facebook. Okay. I get on Facebook. Say I've got four tickets for sale, right? I got four tickets and their face value is $95 a ticket. Isn't that what the, the face value is? On I the think it's 120 now. So 120 bucks face value. I think I, I got four tickets and I say, I got four tickets for sale for 800 bucks. Okay. That's legal. All right. If you come to my room and I say, I'll sell you two tickets for 500 bucks. That's legal. But if I'm standing outside of the Thomas and Mac trying to sell those tickets, I could get arrested for scalping. Now, yeah, tell you can't me do it on the property. It's, it's, it's on their property. But okay. That's, we're it's illegal ta- to do it on Thomas and Mac property, on UNLV property. It's just dumb to me because think about this. You're in Las Vegas where prostitution and gambling and drinking all night is highly encouraged. And it's Sin City, but ooh, we don't scalp on the parking lot. You can get arrested for that. <laughs> Does that Amen. not make sense? I mean, above my pay grade, bro. I don't know, but I just I'm always looking at different ways to expand the the NFR. Maybe not have you know openings with dust on the bottle and stuff like that. I don't know. I just it's not that I'm critical. It's just that I love I love the event. Um, you know. And speaking of scalping, next week college football returns to ESPN. Oh, we're six days away. Are you so excited? Football. Oh my I god! I can't wait. I there's been preseason NFL on, which has helped, but it's just oh, college football. Next the, Saturday, the, uh, the guys, the guys at Cowtown, Cowtown Rodeo guys, they got to go to the uh, preseason game um, last night. I think it was with, with the Eagles. So that oh, was nice. Actually, pretty badass. I'm I'm getting nostalgic of college because all these kids are all going back to school and, and, uh, and it makes me remember how much fun it was when me and boots and Jeff and 
Jordan Holland had our house there on Fourth Street in Alvin. Saturday mornings, get up and go go down and buy a thirty pack of Keystone Light beer, and mm. come back and watch college game day, and, oh. and then just uh, we had a buddy the from best. North Carolina named Benjamin Winslow. He talked like this all the time, <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't that he was trying to make his voice sound like that. It's just the way it was, cause and he would come over and. Um, like mid afternoon after we've been drinking since then and like just hammered getting hammered drunk but you know just just doing the old beer drinking watching college football thing and they sure. would come over and, and cook a chicken on our grill like chicken wings and drums chicken and stuff wings, oh chicken wings say this chicken's so good chicken's so good it make a puppet pull a freight train good <laughs> Yeah, but you know, like we would literally sit there all day, and we had our spots that you know we would sit in. Like I was on the end of the couch, and Boots was in the corner, and we just watched college football all day, and it was just so much fun. Like I've I've got so many good memories, and I've uh, seen all these Facebook posts, all these kids uh, and Snapchats of my friends because <laughs> I'm old, but taking their kids to college and moving mm. them in. It's yes. Never helped me move in, by the way. <laughs> Matter of fact, he called me, Hey, you gone? Yeah, I moved about a week ago. Well, son of a gun. But you know, you you see all these kids moving in their dorms and like, ah, oh, you guys don't even know that you're living in a really great time. Like every season of life has its uh, has its ups and downs. But man, the this being in college and college football and, and like Alva, we were uh we were we were D two. Well, actually the first year we we're in AIA, which is you know, not D2, but, you know, no. we would go to football games there and it was just a blast and it was small college football, but man, I just, football does a lot for, I know for you too, but uh, you know, when people say, Oh, it's stupid, but it's something you can like people, like I've said on here before, people have their team and their lives could suck and they could work at Burger King and not have a car and never get laid, but they got their team. Yep. I've never said that before, and I'll say it again and in because it just like sports gives you something to look forward to, and you know, like you on Saturday, you look forward to it. You have your iPad so you can watch Iowa and work a rodeo, which I've seen. <laughs> I, and I have I have worked a tour finale and watched the Hawks play football got, in between I my two gotta, laptops. I got to give you a shout out. I've seen you do that and never miss a beat. So uh, <laughs> shout out to Hambo for being a great multitasker. When when you can watch <laughs> Iowa Hawkeye football, yell, be pissed, and still hit hit the mark for Clown X with sound, <laughs> that is multitasking. I, I would. It was so funny. Uh, years in Puyallup, and excuse me, of course you're two hours behind, right? And so it's usually during perf time. And on Saturday we actually had a one o'clock perf two perfs on Saturday in Puyallup. So, and we're in there and Corley's beside me and something happened. Like, Son of a bitch. What, what happened? What, what, what did I do? What, what? Are you, what? Uh, <laughs> Nothing. Very good, bud. Keep going on. Yeah, Rando. You've done a great job because you're very passionate. I was actually with him a few years ago and he had his old RV and uh, Iowa, oh, one of their God. first games was against Illinois. And he punched a hole, punched a hole in the side of his arm inside. Like, all right, well, you're, you're rumping it. I slapped it and it cracked it. Okay. It cracked. Did it leave a wall? Hole. But have you Did ever, leave have, have you ever slapped the wall of a shitty camper? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much to crack those pieces of shit. The slide literally fell out. Yeah. Oh God. But, but you know, so, I, um, but yeah, it is, it is, it, you're right. In um, it's so funny because I remember when Whit and I first started dating, I said, because that's when Barstool was just in its infancy. And I remember I was kind of, I I mean, one of the first, I, I default when there was always Saturday for was, their deal was Saturday for the, was for the boys. And I told her that she's like, what? And I go, look, Saturdays and the fall are mine. <laughs> of course. What did she say? She's like, okay. <laughs> you know, of course, back then. Okay. And she would watch with, me, watch with me and she'd be all into it. And then you get into the relationship and she just leaves now. She's like, okay, like when, I'm out. Did you, uh, 
like when you guys were first together and you didn't have kids and you were all happy and you, it's Saturday and you're sitting there watching college football and she brings you snacks and she's all happy. She's like, my man mm-hmm. watching football. And then the next thing you know, you're like, it's 10 years later. Give me a beer. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wake up on a Saturday morning, make tender love and then go put some meat on the smoker. Start drinking vodka OJs, watching college game day, and coach is not out of his ever-loving mind and still made sense when he talked. And <sighs> Lee Corso, was, is he going to be yeah. back this year? Because that poor yeah, bastard. but they're yeah, they're, he's going to be there until he doesn't want to be. But I kudos to the producers, like they've done a good job at just kind of they you know sometimes he doesn't even travel, like he stays at his home, but they you know, they'll have him on little spots, you know, and, and Herb Street really helps him along and tries to guide him. And, and, you know, everybody just cares so much. You can just see that show cares for, for coach Corso so much because I mean, he's been, he doesn't he's make any sense when he talks, you know, and yeah, he just, they do a really good job at honoring him, but not making him look like a fool by having him on the desk the whole time. You know, yeah. they just, they just bring him in, take him out, bring him in, take him out. And then they bring him in. Of course, you got to pick the headgear. So, um, but anyway, yeah, it was uh football, man. I, you can tell I'm, I have been watching, uh, on reels, just Iowa highlights for the past two weeks. And, um, I'm just, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. You know, there's just a, a lot swirling around. Oh my God. Speaking of college football. So the Netflix series called untold and it's about sports it- documentaries. The Johnny Manziel one. I watched that. And, and it, did you just watch the new one that came out about the Florida I, Gators during the Urban uh, Meyer era? Swamp Kings just came out, but I literally just watched Dude. the Johnny Manziel one. Holy crazy. crap. Crazy like, shit. When uh, the, the one part was just crazy to me was when he said this guy just walked up and gave him 30 grand in cash. It was, yeah, and, he was like $3,000 and he's like, that guy's screwing you. Meet me over here, and he's like, "Bam!" Now here's thirty. Come over here, and he's like, "I'm going with him." And how yeah. they made up the stories, and and they got all got dropped, and and you know made up the story of his dad having a excuse me a heart attack or whatever. And it was like, "Holy cow!" It yeah, the Johnny, Man, Johnny Manziel, because I remember when he came out and the Johnny Football. I remember I loved it. I I thought he was just awesome because he was he was a different quarterback that you know most quarterbacks are i wouldn't say nerdy but you know very uh well composed because man after watching the other the netflix show uh quarterbacks on netflix when they're talking about how much they how much they have to remember like you know most quarterbacks are pretty smart guys and in johnny football he's just drinking beer and yeah they're 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 very cerebral very cerebral, and they got to remember all those plays. And I love it. And then he's like, "How much game film did I watch? None at the Browns when he was in the NFL. None." And it's so funny because everybody, all the commentators after, they're like, "Have you watched this?" Like, no wonder he didn't make it in the NFL. He watched no film. Like, and I that's true. It, like, you, I mean, you can get yeah, but you can get you can get by with that stuff in college just by being a, a great athlete and being able to get by with that. But the NFL is a whole different monster. That's why I hate when like, my God, Alabama could beat the Browns. No, no, they can't. Yeah. There's a grown man at every position. That's not the way it is in yeah. college football. Like so, that. The, the quarterback's documentary was amazing. Follow the Philip or not Philip Rivers. Uh, Mar- Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mahomes Mariota, which was, I don't know why they followed Marcus. It was, a, I mean, I guess it was entertaining, but he is by far not even close to being one of the top quarterbacks in the league but um but going back to and then the swamp kings now that was great when urban meyer era at florida those five years uh was it five years six years five years yeah i mean he won two national championships went undefeated regular season lost the sec championship to one of the best alabama teams of all time but should have won i mean he could have walked away with three national championships you know with tim tebow could have been three out of four, three, won three national championships in college. Now that's insane. Like, I don't know if that's ever been done, three of them in, in, in four years, uh, you know, in your tenure at, at, I, at a college. I don't think it has. 
it's it's you know because back to back has obviously been done or two of them has been done. They weren't back to back, but they won two. You know, I mean, uh, Huskers went back to back, and I think Bama's went back to back, and I'm sure multiple other teams have. But um, can't believe I just said Nebraska. Ugh. <laughs> um, so, but uh, it'll be. Uh, it, it's just, and they were kind of like like that way, you know, and and how they trained, and and then you know, the parties they would go to, and oh, man, that, that's a good one. It is. Well, it is just good. But you you know, these kids are eighteen to what, 22 years old, you know, and a lot of them have never seen anything like that in their life. And all of a sudden here comes money, you know, temptation chicks just throwing themselves at you. It was just like you and I, when we got, when we got into PRCA, it was just, it was so like that. Opposite. Oh my God, that clown, the sound dude. Gosh, let's go show our boots. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times. Can I show you my boobs? No. Uh, Sorry, ladies, this ring will come off. Millions of dollars upon millions. You think about Ohio State. What's that place? See, 85,000. I'm not sure. Always sold out. Like the, the money that comes from college football is just, it's mind blowing how much it. I mean, but it's it's cool. Like people, that's their thing. Like I said earlier, like if they want to do it, there's people that have buses and and they live for college football season. Like that is their why in life. It keeps yes. people motivated when you're down and out. And you're like, you know what though, life sucks right now. But in in a month, uh, but you know, uh, like Tim Tebow, uh, he was amazing. He was you know Heisman and did all this. I don't think he got a fair shot in the NFL. Uh, he didn't make it, but you know what? He's still made uh, still made a way to, you know, with his commentating and stuff. He's still yep. doing great. But he was one of the most amazing college quarterbacks. Um, Johnny Manziel, amazing college quarterback. Some people have it, some people don't. You know, uh, I mean, just like in rodeo, you see ple- people that are ungodly talented that never go anywhere. Uh, you know, and then same as is in college football. But when you yeah. think about putting together a national championship team, like it's, could you imagine how many coaches that you have? Uh, you have coaches, you have uh, weightlifting coaches, you got special, uh, just coaches upon coaches, and you're putting all these kids that you have to recruit to come to your school. Like the, I can't imagine how much work, you know, some people say like with Mike Gundy, oh, he gets paid millions. That's too much money. I don't know, man. That's a lot of freaking pressure. And I know it's just a game, but there's so much pressure because you look at these college football coaches that don't win. They will can them midseason. Oh, You're not yeah. winning. Bye. I mean, yeah. it's they just, don't give a lot of them very much, uh, very much chance. No, to do much they anything. Fire them. Could you imagine, like, and it's, you know, it, it even if it's not their fault, like at KU, not that KU's ever been a good football team. Did you see uh, the upgrade that they got to their? Oh, their unreal, their new locker room and stuff. Holy shit. But these guys are supposed to be good because when you have that much opportunity to succeed, like when I, when I broke, well, did my knee injury at Denver, you know, I did a lot of rehab at University of Texas. Thanks to Rick Foster and and a couple guys with uh, uh, with Justin Sports Medicine, Sean Reedy, uh, big big help. Shout out to him. But they got me hooked up with UT, so I literally got to go to the University of Texas and do rehab. Their their facility bone is oh, unbelievable. No. Like no, the chairs, like their meeting room chairs, and I know it's probably not real Gator. They got gators for their meeting room. They have in their weight room, one of their many weight rooms, they have a cafe in the weight room. So, like, if if you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and want a T-bone steak, you can go to the 24 hours a day that, that these chefs in the weight room will cook for you at UT. And, I mean, it's just the, the facility was is just unbelievable. So, I can't imagine I wouldn't be able to handle it if I was at – 18 year old kid you know living a shitty house and you know growing up struggling and then you get to one of these huge colleges and they're like 
everything is top notch. You don't even like half of these guys at D one schools don't even have to go to class. They have no. their own classes just for athletes. So like you wouldn't have to go sit with all these people and they it makes sense because I was asking them like, well, isn't that kind of unfair? They're like, well, but you know, if if the kicker misses a, a field goal and you know a bunch of people are mad, like they don't really want the kicker to have to walk through general population of the campus to you know, because he they're worried about people booing and you know, saying stuff. And I, I mean, the, the pressure, like for these kids, because I talk about how much pressure I'm under just with rodeo shit, with people posting shit about how they don't like you. My, my stuff ain't nothing compared to like, nothing. if you screw up in a college football game and you're, you're 19 year old kid that fumbled to lose to Georgia or missed a field goal. Oh, to win a, a, a championship game or go to a championship game. Oh, can you imagine and getting death threats? I mean, there's people that go above and beyond and like it is. I mean, I get mad in which is stupid and relative things, you know, especially with some friends and, and that we have now that, you know, and, and a lot of people that, you know, going through tough things, um, you know, like our buddy Trent Montero, you know, bareback rider oh. you know, injured, injured bad and, and and prayers out to him and his family for for a speedy recovery but you know what they're dealing with and here you know iowa loses and i'm all pissed and it's like oh my god but yeah, it's it just it's ingrained you gotta in you you got to remember it's a game but you know I mean, if you're passionate about being a fan i mean obviously I don't remember who was maybe it was Tom or somebody said you know why people cry when they lose because they love it because yeah. they love what they do and then they're emotional about it. But yeah, Trenton, I think they actually have a uh, Trent Montero got flipped over on by a bucking horse. I'm pretty sure he has a GoFundMe page. He's one of the nicest guys in rodeo. Man, uh, reach out and and try to help him and say a prayer for for Trenton. Uh, but you know, like when you're talking about about how when people are going off and you and then get mad, I was I was thinking that the other day. Uh, I was pretty bad about some comments on facebook and i was feeling sorry for myself and uh go home and talk to one of my very close friends from pahuska and and they're they're going through a lot where uh a lot a lot with um family members health and uh you know i'm thinking i'm over here upset because this guy said i sucked and, and in the meantime my friends are having to figure out arrangements for their father you know i'm like man i need mm-hmm. to shut my mouth and just be thankful but yep. um you know, uh, the the one on a lighter note, I, you know, these people like to do with college football where they write and whatever. But in, in pro sports, they can't find a, like, I can't get Patrick Mahomes' number to call him. No. You know, but in rodeo, rodeo people can get a hold of anybody. Yep. You know, and so that that's not comparing the two. I guess that sounds dumb, but the funniest thing is, uh, one of our friends got a phone call from a disgruntled rodeo fan. Oh God, do you have it? Can you play it? Yeah. So play it. a little background. Um, a lot of these people at rodeos, the, the older generation will, you know, be up, upset about like, you're not going to make anybody, uh, happy when it comes to every song choice. But this gal, she, well, I just, I guess I'll just let me find it here. I got to play it because. Yeah, just play it. This might be the best. Oh, God. Hello, Justin. Oh, wait, that's That's not it. That's a different one. Oh, here we go. Hi, Jesse. My name is. I've been listening, watching the Cowboy Channel. I just got it about a year ago, and watching every rodeo that I can watch. Maybe I've been watching too many rodeos. Ah, uh, come on, Bear. So Andy, hold on. Let me start. So Andy Siler calling. Dang it, Andy. Hold on, let me let me cancel this out here. Hold on, right here. 
Yeah, but uh, do not okay, disturb. here we go. Hi, Jesse. My name is Maureen, and oh. I've been listening and watching the Cowboy Channel. I just got it about a year ago, and watching every rodeo that I can watch. But maybe I've been watching too many rodeos. I'm not sure. But yes, you have. Is Sweet Caroline the only song that they can, the director can get the audience going on? Because it seems like nine out of ten rodeos, they play that song. And you know what's irritating? They don't play it through. They play part of it, and then the audience says something. You know, it's really insulting to the ears. <laughs> You're playing part of a song, and then it goes quiet because they're waiting for the audience. But they play that damn song <laughs> at 99.9% .9 of the rodeo in the catalog of music. Catalog. Is that the only song that's there? I'm so sick of it. I have to put these rodeos on mute. You have music God. directors. You know, they play a couple of bars of one song, and then they do another, another, another. It's like, Jesus Christ, play, play one. You know, they play one. Well, I, I don't have to tell you how they do it. Oh, but, this but lady. For one calf roping they might play five different songs i i have a i'm i'm dizzy I, i'm getting seasick it's very poor but that caroline isn't there anything else is that the only song the audiences all across america know do you know how old that damn song is and how many times we've heard it <laughs> Damn, she does not so like many other songs in the catalogs. Who are these music and they're all different music directors? Oh my god. Come on, imagine? Man. Come on, man. I have my I have this on mute. I can't hear what's being said. I am literally sick of that Caroline and all these rodeos. Now this is Caldwell. The only <laughs> two rodeos that I recall they didn't play that damn sweet Caroline at was Pinocchio, Pinocchio and Calgary. And Liar. I love Calgary. It ran when, out. <laughs> she, she talks so yeah. much. It ran, it ran. I, I, yeah, that's the longest voicemail ever. I didn't play it. We uh, played so it. At you didn't watch my rodeos. We played it at Rapid City like 16 times. <laughs> Good. After. Good. Screw that old crazy witch. God. Crazy lady. Go you know, feed your 32 cats that live in your house. But it's, it's people will send that and they're, they're dead serious. Like, you know, we, we sent it to Benji. <laughs> and <laughs> Benji wanted to call her. <laughs> But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe she, uh, you know, people like that maybe aren't mentally healthy. Um, maybe they need to talk to somebody. And if, if you're out Maureen. there, Maureen, please call or get Maureen. a hold. Please Let's call get get Maureen on Rump Chat. Can you call her right now? Can you get her phone number from Jesse? I'd have Let's to call I'd Maureen. To that would be badass. I'm going to text Jesse and see <laughs> Maureen raw. <laughs> but you know Maureen Raw. If if you need help or need to talk to somebody, please get a hold of our friends at betterhelp.com. Um it's an awesome website, betterhelp.com. Yeah. That's H E L P. It's uh you can go there and find any kind of person you need to talk to, whether it be man or woman or uh different backgrounds. They have so many different people that are there to help you, and you can really discover your true potential with betterhelp.com. And um I'm I'm actually uh, got on there the other day, talked to some people about finding peace, and it worked out pretty good. And I've been pretty damn peaceful for the last week, so it's a it's a really neat deal. And and uh, too many times we talk about you know how tough everybody is, but 
you got to take care of yourself mentally. So if you go there, though, this is the cool part, and visit betterhelp.com slash rumpchat, you get 10% off your first month, which saves you cash, which is good because diesel's back up to $5. So that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com. Marine, if you're listening today, please yes. reach out to BetterHelp. That damn Caroline song. Yeah, damn Caroline. Isn't there more music in the catalogs? Well, you know that yes, she's old is. when she says catalogs. People don't even know yeah. what catalogs are anymore. It's all, no one's got a, a Sears catalog. Yeah. Like, do you remember, remember the thing? Yes. Girl. Do you remember those days? And you could not wait to go through it. At Christmas or, you know, in the fall and around and, and you went through and I would circle what I wanted for Christmas, never get it, but I always circled it. And do you remember those days you'd look through the toy catalog? Did you ever go to the bra section? Uh, I was a JCPenney. <laughs> I never did, but did you? It's Panthers. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did. That's that's a young boy's introduction to womanhood. <laughs> you and Andy just sitting around. You and Andy just sitting around sharing the old. Me hey, what and Andy, you look at today? Dad. Yep, Dad. I I always <laughs> use his line, old Vince. Hell, son, I'm married. I ain't blind. <laughs> Golly, I used to I used to giggle so hard. My dad's Jamie Lee Curtis was my dad's, uh, you know, celebrity. He loved Jamie Lee Curtis, and. She'd come, we'd be, you know, send the dinner table on and entertainment tonight would always come on or something. And she'd come up, oh, yeah, that's a good looking woman right there. And my mom would just be sitting right there. Dad just be going on about Jamie Lee Curtis. Wasn't Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis? She was, Jamie Lee Curtis was the one on uh, Alien. Uh, no, she but she was, was with uh, John Travolta because I got that video. Yes, that that, that movie, uh, Saturday Night Spire. Fever. Wasn't it Saturday no. Night Fever? Was it Saturday Night Fever? I don't know. When I'm thinking not John Travolta. Out, they're doing of, like this. Yes, 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 yes. Doing the the hip thrust. Yeah. The weird. The weird. Yeah, that was crazy. before she went off the deep end. She's she's loony, but um. Anyway, back in the day, she's a good looking woman. But because I think I put that on. I'm pretty sure I put that on my uh, Snapchat one day, and I think your dad was like, I don't. That's a very pretty lady on your old Snapchat there. How's <laughs> Vince? He got Lee bucked Curtis. off the other day. Old Vince got Dad got bucked off. It sucks. Um, he was getting along so good with that with that black mare of his, and and uh, but seventy three separated shoulder. Uh, he's selling her now, but she's never bucked before with him. So I think she's out somewhere. You know, he'd rope two steers, and then she just something pinched her. I think, and and I uh, checked his saddle, nothing. But anyway. Uh, yeah, but you know, I want to give a big shout out to old Al Hughes. Oh, Alan Hughes, Hughes Realty, Hughes Auctioneering. Alan is a businessman of multitudes, but Glenwood, Iowa. He literally he he finished Dad's runs with the rest of his part. You know, rest of Dad's runs. He headed for his his healers and then loaded Dad up and drove Dad home and then uh, got the mom and and until they figured out a plan and then and then Al went back but huge shout out to alan hughes a longtime family friend great guy great family uh hughes realty southwest iowa they're out of glenwood um just meant a lot to have that uh that help there for dad so um i gotta ship give old al big shout out so yeah Thanks, you know buddy. you you just can't put a price on good friends like no, no. you know the, the world we live in is just so screwed up right now and so divided and but you know there's there's so many there's so many good people out there that um and good friends that we just i don't know if you take take for granted but you just you just don't think about you know how how good your old buddies are till uh you know even like yesterday bandy's got an older saddle just because i didn't want to get him a newer one because they're growing and you know, yeah, so it'll be he growing out of it in six months. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Shannon Stalls calls yesterday and he said, You know what? Slade's got all these saddles that would fit Bandy. He said, They're just sitting around. I'm gonna send you one just out of nowhere. And so yeah, you awesome. know, I if you have your friends, that's all you really need, you know, because that's that's what it takes. And it's that's why I'm so glad to be here and 
Pueblo, Colorado, uh, for the Colorado State Fair. Got to see Kirsten Vold last night, which just love her to death. Yeah. Colby, last week in Rapid, I had so much fun. Colby Deal in Sanford, I got to hang out with that crew and the Birch family. Yeah. Um, yep. They just, just fun. Uh, you know, the week before when I was in Ellsworth, it was, it was pretty cool to get to work with Scott Fry and Remington Fry. You know, three three Abbeville guys right at one rodeo. That never happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, um, my friends are great, and I, I appreciate you all, especially you, Hambone, for putting up with me as I get uh, through the summer. But, you know, like right now is a little bit of hard time. I think it's hard for everybody because the end of August, everybody's been rodeoing. We're one month away, September 28th, the cutoff for the National Finals Rodeo. Um, and big things coming with Pro Fantasy Rodeo once again this year. Um, we are going to have Rump Chat League. We still have a camper. <laughs> uh, yeah, we um, what Rump Chat League, we're going to do uh, with Pro Fantasy Rodeo, they're, they're really helping us this year by we're going to do a bigger uh, NFR Picks Rump Chat show. Uh, and so last year, man, we had a great prize package. Um, and actually, everybody cashed out on their prize package, which except for the camper. But uh, we still we still give that lady some uh, $2,000 cash, and she got to use it to uh, for her um, reception which we were invited to, but didn't get to make it. But um, Hard to make it. It's all right. So, yeah, the Rump Chat prize package during the NFR this year. Um, maybe we sh- – I don't know. I, let's hear from you guys. Get on our Instagram and let us know. Because if we sold the camper, we could buy a van. And do you think more people would like a shitty old van or a decent Capri camper? I don't know. You tell us, everybody. But, I mean, vans, if it <laughs> – uh, they're expensive. I mean, if, if it ran, if it ran, if it runs and it's good, they're. I mean, cutting into our profits. No, but like if we we've get, got if we sold the van, if, you, if we sold the van for if we sold the camper and bought the van without spending any money, I we're not going to get a decent van for what we're going to get for that camper, bro. So yeah, well maybe maybe it's uh maybe well let's see we did the uh, the wrestling belt. Um, man, oh, I don't know what we all did. We'll we'll figure out something. We'll get it done. But yeah, anywho, but yeah, um, good stuff coming up. Um, Fort Madison, have, Iowa, right Fort Madison. Corner. Yep, I I head out Tuesday evening, fly back up to the Midwest, go to Dayton and Fort Madison. Love both those rodeos. Back up in my home country, gonna have me some Casey's Pizza. Um, and uh, yeah, Fort Maddie. Uh, can't wait Dayton they're growing exponentially um, proud of that rodeo what it's what it's turned into over the years uh, Fort Madison is uh, I mean it's just a very special place to me and my family um, just the best people um, have many 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 dear friends there and so excited for that but anyway but uh, yeah next week uh, yeah be back up in old farming country so have fun there in uh, Big Bear as we 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 uh, say adios um, and just um, yeah have fun up there in Pueblo. Yep. Be Kick, sure to uh, check out our good. Be sure to check out our good friends at RedRiverArenas.com. The roping special is still on for the summer, and uh, they've been shipping out so much stuff. Um, just been a great summer for roping in your own backyard. I've, if you follow their Instagram, be sure to go give them a like at at RedRiverArenas.com and and. Uh, check out all their stuff their 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 roping pins and their shoots just amazing good quality for the right mm. price so be sure to check them out rodeopatch.com it's man check out all the cool patches that that place yeah they do they did uh sydney's 100th year so yeah 100 year patches so kudos to them don't don't just sit around wishing you had a rodeo patch go to rodeopatch.com and order what you want they can make anything for you um so it's just just a great place to go. Go check it out. And uh, don't forget, make your next beer, Gold Buckle Beer. And we'll be back next week. We'll have us. Uh, we were, I really, I don't know. I haven't talked to you yet. We need a Raw at Fort Madison. Yep. With, I don't know who. but I think we do a Raw one of the nights during the concert up by the bar. <sighs> Shit. Yeah. That would be it Raw. Just, and just stick a microphone straight out and just have people walk up and it would be 
insane. So we're going to get that plan. So we'll do that here in a couple weeks. Well, thank you, everybody. And God bless. And everyone love the people that that you love. Tell them you love them. Get along. And if you, and if you make kind. a mistake, own it. Forget it. Move on. Own it. Fix it. Forget it. Move on. Okay? Don't live in the past. Love yeah. you. See you, everybody.